what I want to cover is automation and particularly automation in relation to money things, money tasks in a business. So I have been working a bit on this just now. So this was kind of top of mind for me. And I think it's going to be really interesting to speak about, particularly because a lot of our businesses now are on the, at least have some kind of online side because many businesses have been forced to do that over the last year, at least have some kind of online element. So this automation of money tasks kind of comes into its own and is significantly easier when we're looking at the online side of the business. But actually, it can be interesting to try and explore how you do that in an offline setting as well. So the things that I have been kind of working on on our business are things like failed payment sequences. So if somebody's payment fails, they get an automatic email, they get an automatic link to update their card. There is a notification that goes out to the team, like getting that all working so that people don't need to check reports and those kinds of things can be really, really useful. Or it doesn't get to like three months down the line. You're like, hang on, I don't think I've seen a payment from so-and-so recently. So actually getting that working so it is automated and it works itself can be a really good use of time. So that's one big thing that I have been working on this morning is really getting that automation working so it automatically notifies people, sends out reminders and all those things. Another thing that I've been working on for our kind of online courses side of things is a cart abandon sequence too. So if people come, they, you know, they start the buying process, but they don't finish it getting again a series of emails to try and pull them back into that system and into that process. And then a couple of others as well that I'm um, planning on doing are things like a reigniting people who are perhaps stopped being a customer or client and you know maybe there's a possibility of pulling them back in again getting them to restart and also re-engagement so people who are current customers and clients but they're not really engaging in what we're doing getting them kind of working through as well in order to increase the lifetime value of a customer or client so those are some of the things that i have been working on today and yesterday as well to get these kind of money tasks more automated in our business. And I would love to open up a discussion on that. And, you know, are there areas that you would love to automate it, but you can't quite work out how to do it? Or are there things where you think like, I just can't automate this for X, Y, and Z reasons. And like I said, this might be something that is a lot easier for businesses that have a bigger online presence rather than offline side of things. I think also, you know, you can get other sort of money automations as well through things like Zapier or Zapier. I never know how to pronounce that. But where, for example, if you're using a payment gateway of some description and you want to automatically send that payment to your Zero or your QuickBooks or something like that, you can set up those auto rules to be able to do that again, just to automate things a bit easier so that you don't have to enter things twice when it comes to the finances side of things and it just makes it a bit more simple. So I think that there are these various ways that we can automate, whether it is directly in any piece of software that you're using or whether you need to use a 
you know, third party kind of trigger type system like Zapier or Zapier in order to do that. I think there's some really clever ways that you can start building out things because it might be that actually you use Zapier to say, if you're using like Stripe and active campaign, it could be like if the payment fails in Stripe, trigger an email sequence in active campaign. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, I guess, from all in one solutions that are bolted together. You can bolt bolt the money side together using those types of tools as well, which I think is really handy too. The thing to do with a lot of these things, certainly for me, is to like map it out on a whiteboard or draw it out, like draw the path that people take. Like when people come in, what path did they take? Where do they pay? Where could payments go wrong? Where could signing up go wrong? Where could it go right? What needs to happen if it goes right? What needs to happen if it goes wrong? And actually just picking up those sequences so you go, ah, okay, right. They fall off here, they're going to need this. And if they fall off here, they're going to need this. And if they have inquired about this and not followed through, not like reached a payment stage, they're going to need a nudge here. And actually like mapping it out, I've found is really, really helpful because then you can identify where the money is falling off, basically, where in that sequence you're essentially losing money because the person is disappearing or they're not continuing. And what can you therefore do to plug that at each stage? You know, what can you add in to plug it so that you reduce the number of fall-off points and you try and, you know, keep those people in as much as possible and get them flowing through. And then, of course, the piece that then retains them and increases their lifetime value for you as well as a business. I think the interesting thing about it is you need to know your data to do it as well. Like you need to understand the data to automate money because if you don't know what people are landing on your page, what their conversion rates are, how many are buying from you, what your cost to get that person in is, it becomes harder to automate the sequence in a way that's going to work for your business as well. So I think that when you're automating the money tasks, I think there also needs to be an understanding of the general data that's feeding that into your business as well. So up until now, we didn't have a standard email. Up until now, it's manually checked. And then people were emailed or payments were retried and those kinds of things. But yeah, that's exactly what I'm in the process of automating is getting exactly that so that when there is a payment failure, there's an automatic email that then gets sent out that says, oops, your payment seems to have failed. You know, perhaps you need to update your card. Here is the link to do that. And that just kind of going out as part of that sequence. And then, you know, the payment would get retried two days later or a day later. And then that sequence almost goes in a loop until it's fixed, basically because once the payment is successful, then they can fall out of that campaign. They don't need to be in it anymore. But you also need to have the ability to add them into the campaign again in the future, should a future payment fail. So that's the that becomes an interesting kind of bit of the automation where you need to say, someone's payment has failed, okay, tag them this way, send them into this email campaign and keep them here until their payment works. But once their payment works, pull them out of the email campaign, take them off the tag so that the ability exists to loop them back in the top again, if at some future point in time, the payment fails again. And that can be a tricky loop to work through because you're using just like, you know, if this happens, then that happens typically when you're, pro when you're kind of programming this into your system as well.
Well, with Kajabi itself, Kajabi is even more interesting because Stripe already can speak to Kajabi without you actually having to involve Zapier. Yeah, so that's really interesting on the Kajabi side. That's what I've been finding this morning is actually we don't even need to involve Zapier in it, but with other systems, you may potentially need to involve Zapier in it to get to get that working. Once you get this set up in your business as well, it means that you don't need to keep doing it. You don't need to keep chasing payments and checking payments. Like it, it, there, you know, yes, you'd want to review it on a monthly basis or something, but you don't need to be going in all the time and making sure that so-and-so has been retried or this has been done and that's been done. Actually, you get it so that everything is being taken care of, you know, within your set of tools, within your tech tools and your tech suite so that it's, freeze up your time really. And yes, it might take a bit of time on the front end to get set up. You might need tech support. You might need help from a tech VA or something else to get it set up in the first place. But actually, I think that's really money well spent if it cuts down on the amount of people that are falling out the back end that are still involved in your programs, products or services that are not paying or that just disappear completely from your radar. I think it's a really useful use of people's time as well. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to speak about today was the automation of those money tasks, what we've been working on on there as well, and some things that might be useful for others to be working on and thinking about at the same time. So yeah, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I appreciate it. Take care. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time. <laughs>